0: You're listening to the Green Majority Show A bonus show. This week's is about hemp. No, not pot. We're not talking about smoke. We're talking about fiber enjoy this week's program and we hope you get something out of it and we hope you in fact specifically that you read uh, the notes provided there's some very interesting data that uh, most of you probably don't know about just how amazing hemp is uh, the product uh, for use it's probably even more amazing than you thought it was so check that out check the show page for notes about that and uh, thanks for listening also just take a moment to remind you that if you can become a green majority member we would very much appreciate it you can do that uh, for uh, five bucks a month is the recommended uh, donation Uh, however we don't want to uh turn away folks who wish to show their support uh but for which that would be uh problematic so for as little as a dollar a month you can be a green majority member go ahead and do that at greenmajority.ca or at directly at our patreon account which is patreon.com/greenmajority. slash uh, green majority i hope you consider doing that and enjoy the bonus show Welcome, you're listening to this week's edition of the bonus show, the Green Majority Bonus Show, now posted uh, on Mondays. Uh, let us know what you think of that. <laughs> That'd be great.
1: Maybe, maybe if you want, it, maybe, I think people want an extra half hour of us, you know, before the weekend. You know, just like, <laughs> they're just like, how am I supposed to spend the extra, ha- I've already spent an hour, I got another half hour to kill. Why, Why? where's the, where's the Green Majority? Uh,
0: well, here's the thinking, Stefan, here's the, here's the, the idea behind that, uh, is that we bum people out right before the weekend. Right. We and it's the least we can do. To entertain them at the beginning of their week.
1: Oh, I was going to say, bum them out some more at the beginning of the week. <laughs> no, just, well, just usually take it down. Usually,
0: there's slightly more improv comedy on the bonus show.
1: Uh, I guess that's fair. You yeah. know. Uh, or at least, or at least us, uh, you know, being a little more uh, fun with our depression. I guess. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I, I didn't, I didn't jump in this time when Sabina mentioned uh, uh, on the actual show about about the changing of the oceans. Because uh, I missed an opportunity to plug my ongoing theme of favorite uh, Armageddon. Um, oh, uh, jellyfish, right? Yeah, the jellyfish take over the oceans. There Gigantic jellyfish take over all of the oceans because they can take acidic water better than any other animal. I was we actually are such a great hellscape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, uh, funnily, funny you should mention that while Smita was talking as well that. Uh, uh, by, you know, by creating an extreme uh, selection pressure, which is anything that makes it hard for life forms to thrive, it, often uh, the long term impact is uh, is sort of something that I, I don't know if forced evolution is the right thing, but there, it creates selection pressures. And often um, there is some theory that this may have resulted in uh, the uh, percambian um uh, what's the word for it uh but there's punctually punctuated equilibrium or that term and basically the idea is that whatnot i'm not an expert on uh, uh the the history of the names of that biology but basically when you put uh, selection pressure when you put a new threat or something that makes it difficult for life uh it will change faster to adapt if it can survive it will change more rapidly to deal with this new threat uh and that this is sort of a passive feature of uh of evolution um such that maybe we're creating new giant squid uh, jellyfish models. Monsters in the future. Maybe they'll be gigantic and and walking over land. Stefan,
1: I, I, I want to point out how uh, both kind of well, obviously terrifying, but kind of great. If we just accidentally created Cthulhu and mm. the, Cthulhu killed us all, and it turns out I, that I, Cthulhu. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like we owe you know, a little bit of me thinks we you know maybe maybe that's exactly what 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 we deserve. A
0: Cthulhu dominated world would probably emit less carbon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it's not really. Carbon, that's a problem for Cthulhu's or the world. It's a problem for us. You yeah, know? yeah. The Cthulhu's and, maybe did yeah. eat carbon. Who knows? I don't know what a Cthulhu is. <laughs> Although,
0: it, it's an ancient, it's a mythical giant octopus demon something. I don't know. That's not accurate, but it's close enough to get you an image. Uh, Google Cthulhu. You'll get some really great fan art. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, some really good fan art and some really bad metal music. That's what you'll find if you yeah. Google Cthulhu. Yeah,
1: I, although I think I think Cthulhu would, would, has fan art at least for a while before you get into, <laughs> to, to, into anything else. Um, everyone, you know, can't go wrong with Cthulhu. Yeah. So speaking
0: of Cthulhu, uh, moving on to
1: marijuana. Yeah, which uh, really actually is a perfect <laughs> segue. I gotta say, I gotta say how perfect segueing from Cthulhu is to, to marijuana. This is this is a perfect move.
0: Nobody, to my knowledge. Uh, I can say with quite some confidence, actually, just based on behavior and whatnot, uh, that nobody is currently high on this program. Uh, But... Uh, it should be uh, sabina shrugs yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that was uh her looking guilty like, or her uh, not believing stefan
1: or I. <laughs> hey, hey i gotta go back to work i am definitely not high
2: a uh, bit of both i have to go cook
0: later wait no that's not that, that does not sound like evidence at all of my innocence uh okay so uh moving into our proper topic i will say uh just for the sake of discretion and for transparency as uh, stefan as you know it's very important to me to be fully transparent mm. uh, i i do smoke pot uh i smoke pot um Partially for medical purposes, and partially because I prefer it to alcohol. Uh, but that's not why we're here to talk about it today. And uh, not we're not also not going to debate. Although I do want to flag that the new revelation uh, regulations coming out with having to do with legalization are great. I also don't want to be confused to saying that I'm encouraging people to be users of pot. Uh, I do think that it ultimately has less uh, bad the negative sides than alcohol. Uh, and I think that's a, the the most fair comparison you can make as to a similarly used uh, drug uh, for similar purposes uh, with different impacts. I think it's clear that, that marijuana is safer. Uh, that being said, we're not here to advocate people for the use for it, nor do I actually personally advocate anyone using any drug. Uh, under any circumstances. Uh, I'm just saying if you're going to, it's probably better for you than alcohol. Uh, That being said, though, just to get that out of the way, we're putting that out there just to get it out of the way because I actually don't want to talk about pot at all. I don't want to talk about the drug. I don't want to talk about legalization outside of the fact that it having been a controlled substance has made growing the plants, which produce a product known as hemp, much more difficult. Now, you may not be aware of this because you've, you've ever been in Toronto to Kensington Market or your local hippie art community in the city near you, uh, you've probably found all sorts of items made out of hemp. Anything from hacky sacks, tie dye T-shirts, uh, all the way to uh, you'd never know it was hemp. Uh, classy business shirts and bags, and all sorts of other items. It turns out, Stefan, I don't know if you knew this, that hemp is actually incredibly useful and is a easy to grow product that uh, requires very little water. Very important, very very little water to grow. It is an extremely aggressive plant. You might call it a weed, which is where that word comes from, um, in the sense that it can thrive in a variety of harsh climates. It is quite a hardy little plant, and it stays that way when you manufacture it into things. So uh, it is very good for clothing. It can also be used to replace paper. It can also be used uh, for biomass for a variety of th- uh, uh biofuel applications Uh, the oil is very healthy for you it is all around a very very useful plant even if you leave outside the recreational drug aspect of it now you might not think that it's been banned because you've been you or that there was trouble accessing it. we're like well nobody's getting you can't get high off hemp it's just the plant fiber and you've seen it in stores so you may not realize that it's actually made it very very hard to mass produce because uh, of the current Drug laws. So I'm not an expert on that, I won't pretend to be, so we won't go into how that relationship has happened, but it has, and you can look it up yourself. I'm going to post a few links. But some of the aspects of the benefits here are the fact that uh, some claim, and now I'm going here from uh, a post, uh, a link which I will post, which is from the Ecological Agriculture Projects uh, portion of the McGill University page. So uh, I can't uh, say that it is 100% accurate, but I can say it's likely to be uh, fairly accurate. Uh, talking about a number of things uh, and the, one of the numbers that jumped out to me uh, round table to comment on uh, is the fact that uh, some experts claim that one and a half to three and a half million acres which is a lot to be fair would replace all of Canada's fossil fuel demands so whether or not that specific okay well it's no it's actually six and a half million acres or it's actually half a million acres beside the point uh, that there is a very real climate cost to this non-drug-related material uh, not being accessible to consumers. So before I get into any more actual data points, uh, let's just toss that around a little bit. The, the, we're, we're tossing
1: around the just the general…
0: Just the general idea of all the wonderful things that hemp can be used for, and the uh, the sad state of affairs that it's uh, so sad to do it, and and hopefully maybe a, a comment as well if you have nothing to say about that. Uh, just the idea that perhaps with this incoming legislation, aside from the problems with the legislation itself, that maybe this could be a new climate push. Are we about to see a new climate hemp movement now that it's actually possible to do so without being labeled a you know a pothead or a hippie or being disparaged in some other way?
1: Well, I think the the Perhaps the larger concern, really, is is not so much that it's not being like for me. Like here's the thing: like yes, it would be great if more things are made of hemp. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty solid use, um, but we don't really make a lot of our clothes here right so like to some extent there this would require to some a a creation of an industry you know there's there's level there's you know there's some organic cotton and there's certainly some you can get some sort of stuff in uh you know from from canadian manufacturers but in reality this is, wouldn't just be the idea of uh changing um a or adding even a new uh material say to to uh to our existing infrastructure this would largely be be creating a new industry you know this is this is actually a it's you know it's it, it, it's yeah. Like we don't manufacture clothes like, like That's what we like. We There are. That's why we brought on Peggy Sue, because Peggy Sue happens to be one of the few local manufacturers of clothes in Canada. You know, this is like a very specific thing.
0: So yeah, I throw it as being in one second just to throw in on that very same topic. You know, Canada wants to be a resource exporter. What government in the world would leave six and a half billion acres of hemp in the fields? And not dig it up and, and sell it to people, an insane one I tell you, and just in case anyone missed the reference, that is a reference to justin trudeau 's often repeated claim that nobody would leave that much oil in the ground. I say to you, who would leave that much hemp in the field Sabina
2: I think I 'm just about to tell you that I would <laughs> no the reason another another thing is because it it actually takes a lot of carbon dioxide it 's really good for carbon dioxide absorption. Mm. Um, you can use it for carbon credits or carbon offsets, so you can leave all of that hemp in the field and then just <laughs> use that hemp as carbon offsets for whatever yeah. or completely manu- or, or or have all of that as carbon offsets, then farm that for increased production of local clothing that would be two jobs at the same time
0: so here's another thing before we go to step here's another data point to throw into the mix uh, as well uh is that hemp has grown in most parts of canada will require no herbicide fungicide or insecticide applications that's another aspect of how sturdy uh these plants are they are also uh due to their uh very uh, they're, they're not aggressive in the sense that they take over, uh, but they're aggressive in the sense that they're very hardy plants. Uh, as we see changing climates and uh, uh, growable regions may shift, we may find that the best growing atmosphere in Canada is now over the Canadian Shield where most farming cannot happen, uh, where we might in fact be able to actually grow this and then as I, as I was sort of semi-joking a minute ago, quite seriously, sell that uh, to places that can now grow food and that that can be the thing that we're selling. Uh, either way, there's a huge opportunity here. I
2: think, I think it's really interesting this pesticides thing because hemp is actually, I've been looking at some characteristics of the material and it's three times stronger than cotton and cotton is one of the biggest user of pesticides worldwide and it's actually huge I think the better a cotton initiative and all of these initiatives are to reduce pesticides in this manufacturing. So, if you can help smallholder farmers of cotton worldwide by producing hemp, which doesn't need um, doesn't need pesticides, then that would actually help with global health.
0: Yeah, and it was stealing a line from our our missed co-host uh, who hasn't been around for a while, uh, Kevin Farmer, uh, who's one of his favorite lines to say was that you know people you know talk about the the, the devastation. Of a chemical spill when a truck uh, perhaps leaks into the highway. Well, what about the spill that it's in its intended use when it doesn't spill on the highway? (laughs) It's still spilling. It's just spilling over a larger area and more likely to be consumed by uh, humans. You know, there's it's not like it's suddenly toxic free if it makes it into your Clorox bottle. But it's terribly dangerous if it happens on the highway. No, it's dangerous anywhere it's it's just whether it's a controlled spill all over the place or an uncontrolled spill all in one spot so yeah we have to count uh, the multiple climate uh, and environmental benefits of using this thing which has been largely prohibited simply because people have uh, people in uh, you know in largely in the US which was then spearheaded as a global uh, movement that there was cotton farmers who moved to try and have hemp outlawed uh, because it benefited their business, and then this was then reinforced by a now admittedly racist uh, drug policy under Nixon and going forward in the U.S. So this been it's been one uh, uh, awful abuse of power and authority for personal greed, self profit, political or otherwise, after another on this issue um and it's it's really really a shame and and unfortunately the conversation about the war on drugs and the scariness of pot has been so effective that we've left this possible you know contribution to cl- climate sustainability and and just general life sustainability uh on the shelves because we were worried some kids were going to get high uh kai hasn't jumped in yet do you have any thoughts on any of this um, uh, as far as the public policy or the science uh, the or the pesticides or anything else
3: I'm not entirely sure. Um, it's very interesting because, honestly, before this, I didn't know a lot about hemp. And I think that proves how effective the stigma has been because, you know, it's it's a drug and it's just a drug and you need to stay away from drugs because drugs are bad. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the conversation never really continues beyond there. So I feel like that would be, like, a proof that it's been very effective and that if we're going to have this conversation, like, on a larger scale – there has to be a lot of education and information put out for people because even as we're in a changing society right now as evidenced by changing laws, changing perspectives on, you know, the use of marijuana and the further use of hemp as a plant as a resource, I think there has to be information from more more scientific sources as well as social sources, but um yeah, just Uh, uh, there's definitely a need for education because this sort of information is very useful and not very accessible at the moment
0: yeah and of course uh, just continuing to toss uh, things into the ring here of course uh, the uh, all the chemicals that go into water, uh, sorry, uh, that goes, it goes into the water to produce pulp for paper. Uh, much of this is not necessary as well. So, I mean, we're talking about, look, we're talking about down the line. We're talking about, uh, using it for fuel. So reducing their dependence on fossil fuels. We're talking about, uh, the health benefits of the seeds. Uh, a lot of very good things in there. Hemp oil is really good for you. Uh, we're talking about the, uh, n- lack of requirement of pesticides, uh to actually grow the plant for its multiple uses in clothing and otherwise uh compared to uh cotton and the fact that it can uh, be better in in many applications uh, especially if you're to use it with recycled cotton so taking cotton that's already been produced mix it in, in with the hemp uh, to produce a wide variety of of comfortable things you would never know was a different material and would be very happy with i've tried some of those uh items they're they're very nice uh you know and all the way down to you know the the um the poisons were spilling everywhere, the ability to actually grow it, the resources required to grow it in the first place, all the multiple uses. Um, you know, and it just piles up and up. And, it, and I've known about some of this for some time. I've mentioned, Stefan, to you uh, probably the first year we started working together and several times since then that I wanted to do a show about this and get an expert. And uh, I haven't been able to uh, find the time to track down an expert, but I mean, this information has been readily available. And And I remember the the first time, I think I was just walking through Kensington Market here in Toronto, which again, for our non-Toronto listeners is sort of the, uh, the artist slash hippie, you know, community part of Toronto. Um, someone handed me a, a pamphlet or something like that. And I was like, sure, whatever. I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit and I read it and I was like, if this is true, this is shocking information. So I didn't immediately, this was my post, uh, uh, Alex Jones phase (laughs) for listeners of last week's bonus show. Uh, I immediately went and verified all this information. It turned out everything I could verify was did, did check out. Um, and it really shocked me. And ever since then, I've been like uh, sort of thinking about it, but it's true. It's like, it's so off everybody's radar. Um, and it doesn't, you know, and it's not a miracle thing. It's not like once we start growing a bunch of hemp, it's fine. But, like, there's so many things we're busy having fights o- over that this could just so easily change. Um, and the myriad of effects. And, yeah, I mean, it really, I think, plays into our science theme this week of just, um, yeah, <laughs> ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is super, super, super dangerous. Uh, and it's going to cost a lot of money.
2: I. It's actually really interesting that a lot of people haven't heard about hemp because I took uh, – this was in a science class i was taking a materials course and one of the materials that we studied was hemp because of all of its properties and how strong it is and all of these different things so it's actually interesting and and what's also interesting is that medical like marijuana and hemp are two different things and they have two different growing conditions you don't have to like and hemp is actually like the male the male version of the plant so they don't actually so where is it? So primarily male without representing flowering buds at any stage in their life cycle. So you can completely grow hemp without smoking the weed because there wouldn't be any of the buds that actually come out when you when you do this. So I, for me, in terms of a material chemist's point of view, it makes no sense because it does have the properties. It does have all of the really it, – it, it increases CO2 absorption, no pesticides, no chemicals, can be used for a range of things. Makes no sense. It's not used. Yeah.
0: And maybe maybe we'll wrap up on this because we're we're uh, heading towards our, our twenty minute target here. Uh, but Stefan, I'm going to throw to you for the last one because there's one here that relates to a, a, tar- a topic close to your heart, uh, which is the uh, uh, the the factory farming video that <laughs> you made that you and your brother made that sort of inspired our climate cartoons to some yeah, degree. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'll leave it to you whether or not you want to make time to sort of tell a version of that story with what happened to it. But uh, again the idea was this around uh, factory farming and all that one of the line items i want to pull out for here for you is that uh uh you know you can pull out a lot of the the th- something like 34 percent uh of the weight uh, can be pulled out for oil the oil has all sorts of uh applications um uh, it says second only to whale oil in its quality and has the same burning qualities and viscosity as as heating oil um, without any of the sulfur-based pollutants but more importantly the thing that relates is so aside from the nutritional value for humans and its application as Just an oil uh, and the yield you actually get per plant is that once the hemp seed uh, has been extracted the remaining seed cake so that what's left after you crush out the oil is second only to soybean protein uh, for soybeans for protein content and is an excellent sort of nutrients for either farm animals or humans so uh, all of that feedstock all of that corn that we're uh, growing uh, that's heavily subsidized uh, replaced by hemp potentially
1: well, well, not to mention. You know, there's also if it's if it's high in protein, there's there's a lot of actual. Um, what do you, what you can say? Even uh, what's the word of mover right here? There's a lot of actual. like. Uh, actual meat feedstock that is currently being used, uh, and, and b- because it's high protein, um, and and so which which has it even which has a massive uh, ec- uh, uh, carbon impact. Like if you could just train, even if you just get if you, if you could just get uh, if you could just get a lot of the feedstock we're using that is that is meat based uh, out of the diet and switch it with switch it with with, with something more protein rich that is or equally protein rich that's something else. Then you're 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 going somewhere, right? Like you know the idea that we're it's uh, the meat. The the carbon production of, of meat is, is is so much higher than the carbon production of of, of anything really. Um, and then of course yes, like if anything we can do to stop using corn, uh, I, man, I there's so much about corn. <laughs> I the uh, uh, corn is the corn is the corn is the thing. I can do it. I, you want to do a whole show on hemp? I want to do a whole show on corn. Um, but anyways uh like anything we do to stop using corn uh is also just great
0: would it also be full of uh bad
1: jokes oh man uh i could definitely find some it would ha- it would have to be because then corny you could call joke. it corny yeah, huh. yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's called a show
0: and tell at the same time stephan what i just did. <laughs> uh all right closing comments anybody want to jump in uh no, I gotta think we're I think we're good on that. So I'm gonna link to this information page. You can check it out yourself. And I've hopefully turned a few of you into Hemptivists, uh, because I think it's a very important issue. And just please, uh urging our listeners to, you know, regardless of your opinion on the pot legalization, uh, I hope if nothing else this has inspired you to uh partition your opinion about uh the use of marijuana recreationally and the application of hemp uh for the environment, uh, because uh frankly I, I don't really care so much about the first one I'm very very concerned about the second which is not to say I don't care at all right. um I think there's a lot of social justice applications there especially with policing uh as a white person I don't really have a lot to fear frankly uh, on this issue in a city like Toronto where it's been unif- basically legal for a wh- as long as you're white for uh since you know I've been around um and I, so I think there's a very strong issue there as far as uh, racism and policing and all sorts of other things absolutely very very serious issues there but uh I think a much larger conversation that we can have to some degree and one that at at a minimum needs to be separated from that conversation is the environmental benefits of the non-drug plant. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much to all of my participants uh, this week, uh, Kai, Sabina and Stefan for coming in and our guest. Of course, Uh, if you uh, enjoyed this, uh, please let us know. Thanks so much and have a great day.